Hey, what's good, everybody, and welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. Shawnee Sean here, and we have a great show for you today. But first, Corona, you're kicking our asses again. Seriously, I, I am tired of the restrictions. They now went back a phase and doing restrictions and shorter store hours and restaurants and they shutting down Philly like with curfews and stuff like that but I'm in the birds I'm in a different county so ours a little bit little different um, and now the whole schools are back to full virtual instructions uh, at least I had like about a couple weeks of when my kids going back to school and trying to get back the feel and getting the schedules of everything that needs to be done and uh now is in the house seeing them 24 7 and parents you will definitely will feel my pain most definitely um now the holidays it's now december the holidays is coming too quick and too soon but Speaking of the holidays and those y'all are still shopping for your perfect gift for your fellow female string musician, um, make sure you order you got till before the end of the week, maybe no later than Thursday um, to order your merch so it can be ready by Christmas. Um, it, the whole um, the company that, that we used for our merch, they need um, to make sure they got to get everything processed, fulfilled, and sent out. So make sure no later than Wednesday or Thursday this week to order your stuff so it can be ready and be to your house right by before Christmas. Um, also, my merch, make sure you go to my own website as well um, for if you want the merch. That's the same deadline, deadline for that as well. So make sure if you want to purchase merch with Fret Sisters, go to www.fretsisters.com and you will definitely get it by Christmas. So do it no later than Wednesday so it can be ready by Christmas. So in other things and other news, um, trying to stay sane with this whole thing mentally, but I have been I had never been this relaxed and more calm in most of my life. I've been going back crocheting again, thanks to Summer Jordan from the last guest that I um, got a chance to interview. Um, got back crocheting again and I'm making stuff for Christmas gifts now. I'm making the blanket for my stepmom. And, and I'm making like these ear savers for your mask so it won't be hurting your ears. Um, and um, I'm gonna be, I've been addicted to that. I don't know how many times I've been buying yarn every week. I'm getting assessed of buying yarn. And thank God Dollar Tree has some yarn. I don't have to buy a lot of yarn. It's a lot. A lot of yarn. <laughs> if you see my little, little tote bin of yarn is completely <laughs> I'm so obsessed with yarn <laughs> and uh yeah so it's been yeah I've been doing that just to I've been so calm and relaxed 
and I'm still doing music don't get me wrong I still am I'm doing music and speaking of music I am planning on releasing a single and the only way you know which one it is make sure you follow my social media and um, yeah so you know which song that I um, which new song that I probably release never know 12 midnight on New Year's surprise <laughs> I was thinking around that round that time so make sure you catch up with me follow me on my social media and I will be all set and ready to release that song it's one of the best songs I ever produced it was definitely a challenge and I had some help um, with the lyrics not the whole thing but couple lines on the first verse and then the rest I went out of town for the rest of the song so uh, it was a great uh, collab with this person and actually she was one of our guests from past episodes and I probably won't tell you who until um, I'm getting close to the release date of my single but yeah this is amazing it's getting close to the end of the year time has been flowing so fast and quick and I well I'm stoked and I hope that everybody will have a very safe holiday since case rising up you can't really go out and travel and visit families from out of states and and usually me with Christmas I usually go to house to house on Christmas you know presents and stuff and gifts pick up so usually I go my stepmom she had a brunch and then Jonathan's family they had their dinner at night and I probably usually go down to my uh, mom in Chester and see my grandma and it, 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 it that's what I usually do every Christmas I go traveling different houses different houses and see family members and everything else like that but I hope everybody have a very safe holiday and and positivity you got to have a lot of positive mindset with all with this all this stuff that's going around the world don't worry about that just worry about being around with the people that you love and it's most definitely your family and that's what most of my wisdom will say so anywho I'm gonna get out of here and when we come back I will be talking to the talented guitarist um, you might know her or seen her on SNL in the in the Lord in the house band um, or Stephen Colbert um, late night show um, very talented uh, she's very um, she's very nice to talk to from uh, from the interview and yeah her name is Maddie Rice so keep watching and I hope you enjoy the the episode bye And we are back. My guest today, she's a singer, songwriter, guitarist based in the NYC. 
who sharpened her musical abilities at Berklee College of Music. She was a lead guitarist in with Stay Human, which is a house band for the late show with Stephen Colbert. And now she plays for the best sketch comedy show, um, Saturday Night Live. Everyone, please welcome Maddie Rice. Hi. Hey. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Yes. On behalf of Fret Sisters, thank you so much. Because like we had like this group text and one of us sent us a video of you playing on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Just like, who is she? We need to get her on the show. We need to get her on the show. And I was, I was like... Yay, we finally got her, yay! Yeah, I was so happy to hear about this podcast. It's awesome. I'm so glad it exists. Yay, I'm so happy that I actually get to talk to you. <laughs> um, so in my way, I like to check in on every musician, especially what is going on in the world today yeah. with this whole pandemic thing. And I just want to know, like, what have you been up to to keep your creativity mind and saying when we was on this whole quarantine, everything was like complete yeah. um, stop? I mean, I don't, it, it, I had a lot of like touring and, and traveling and festivals scheduled for the summer. Obviously, all went away. And that was really disappointing because I love traveling and touring. But I also, I count myself very lucky that I was able to just hold up and, try and work on my own music although it, was, it wasn't an invite like the pandemic is not an environment very conducive to creativity at least I found um so I had a, was working through a lot of blocks but it was it was good to just you know have to sit with myself and, and deal with those blocks head-on rather than escape them through um other work yeah because we always like occupy our feelings and emotions um, do our work completely and we never get a chance to get that uh, chance to like just take a pause button and just mm-hmm. focusing on yourself because we've been focused on working with make sure everybody else is okay mm-hmm. and you don't even have time to take care of yourself so that was a kind of like some bright sides of the whole stop thing it's just that we need yeah. to get a chance to work on ourselves but yep. mm-hmm. I didn't like to I didn't like to um, stay still I do too much. Oh, no, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. And you, you have kids, right? Yes, I have two. Yeah. I bet, I bet that. I don't envy you, but I do admire you. For oh, thanks. <laughs> it was horrible with me with them going to school and everything. Oh, yeah. That- and one of them going back, went back to school today. And then my second child, he's in middle school. He starts going back to school next week. I was like, thank God I have peace. Oh, yeah. I have my house back. Yeah, that's a relief. <laughs> so let's... um. Like, what influenced you to, like, just pick up the guitar? Like, what made you want to pick up the guitar? Um, well, I, I started playing violin when I was really little, like, four or five. But then when I was around middle school, I started listening to, um, like, Led Zeppelin. And my, my dad had this uh, compilation CD from The Clash um, that I loved. I, th- I, I was also really into like Green Day and Avril Lavigne, that kind of pop punk stuff that was happening at the time. And I, I think I thought I, I want to do what these guys do. Um, but I, I actually wanted to play bass, but my dad thought <laughs> very incorrectly that bass was too easy. <laughs> I think I think in his mind, he was like, the less strings it has, the easier it is or something, which is not true. Um, so he he ignored my request for bass lessons and 
got me a guitar instead, but I ended up being okay with that in the long run. He just wanted to challenge you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like more strings, the yeah. more complicated it is to get you get used to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what was your uh, first gig experience? My first gig? Well, um, because I played violin when I was so little, like I, I did recitals. Um, what you know when I was probably five or six and then I was briefly a fiddle player in this bluegrass band with my cousin um and we did some like gigs as like 11 year olds at the farmer's market or something so that was my first those those were my first gig or, or like performance experiences they weren't even on guitar actually big big question everybody wants to know like how did you like get that opportunity to be a part of one of the popular house bands, especially at a late late show? Um, Stephen Colbert is like one of the popular late shows. Like, how do you got that opportunity? Um, yeah, I don't like I know that was never something that I was pursuing. Um, I actually, when I got emailed about that gig, I was living in Korea, and. Um, I I was actually pretty torn. It sounds crazy now, but I was I was loving living in Korea, and I knew it was an amazing opportunity to play on Colbert that I couldn't pass up. So I I left, but um, it, was, it was kind of a, a wrench of the heart. But I think I think um, I got contacted for that gig because just I knew somebody who knew somebody who knew John Batiste, um, who was putting together the band at, at that time. And, and that's also more or less how I got um, the SNL gig too. Just knew someone who knew someone who had my number and sent it sent it over. Yeah. Man, gotta have to connect with the right people. Like, yeah, I guess so. Cause you never know, they have like, they know someone, they know someone, you and then they know, know. someone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so bad. I'm so bad at thinking about my career that way. Like I, I never think about networking, but but then in hindsight, I'll realize, oh, I got I have this gig because I knew this person. So yeah, it is important. So all of us at First Sisters, we are complete gearheads. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to know, like, what is your like your go-to rig like what do you even using most with for gear um for gigs and stuff well i i'm not that much of a gearhead i feel like i've every once in a while i'll try to get myself more into it and i just i just don't i don't, I don't know why so a lot of what i end up playing a lot is just sort of whatever i come across and whatever's convenient and easiest i just stick with it if, if it feels right I'll make it sound good. Um, I don't. I don't even have an amp at home because I just live in an apartment. Um, and most most gigs, I feel like, are have backlined, are backlined. But um, on SNL, I'm playing a Mesa California Tweed that I like a lot. But I I really just use it as um, a clean sound, and then I use pedals for everything else, including overdrive and stuff. So you use like um like what is like your best your best um like your best way to get your tones like what is the best ones? Um, I I I've really gotten I think just because of uh, because at home I just play through an interface um, into my computer. 
if I have a good clean sound um, from the amp or if it's through the computer, then whatever um, amp software, then I can just stack whatever pedals I'm used to on top of it. And I'm usually pretty happy. Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have like a, like a practice routine or anything like that? Like when you're um, home and practicing, like, cause music. not everybody has like, not everybody has a routine. Yeah. Like myself, I don't, I need to get one, but I just want to know. <laughs> no, I mean, some, sometimes just like going with whatever you're feeling that day can be, can be just as productive. Um, when I was younger, I had a really strict routine that probably worked for a while, but I think I got too entrenched in it and um, it ended up sort of holding me back. Um, so now, I, honestly, I don't practice as much as I used to because there's just a lot of other stuff on my plate. But so most, most of my practicing involves just learning tunes that I need to learn for gigs um, and practicing those. But I do like to warm up with um, these piano exercises called Hannon. Um, they're, they were written for piano, but you can easily adapt them to guitar. And I, there's like 20 of them. I just pick one for the day and do them in all keys, like working through the circle of fifths. And I find that gets my fingers and like my my brain warmed up, so like um, across the fretboard, you know. I might need to write that down because I, yeah, I don't know. H-A-N-O-N. I think they're like, they're like very ancient kind of. Yeah, definitely. Oh, there's my pen. Etudes or something. Yeah, H A Hannon. Yeah. They're just like little, um, little like note patterns that ascend diatonically. Yeah, ascend or descend. Yeah, I need to learn that because <laughs> I my my dexterity is all over the place. Like my pinky always have a mind of his own oh, yeah and i'll always be doing these little crazy hammer on pull offs every pinky, time yeah the pinky is kind of a, the rebel of the bunch <laughs> it's, it's hard to rein the pinky in <laughs> yeah i was like trying to tell my brain like stop it stop it exactly. stop it yeah. <laughs> so um do you have like any like planning on doing any solo projects or any upcoming events since it's been opening up a little bit more and next year hopefully be well, better um i have other other than snl which i'm very lucky to have because it is it does seem to be the only one of the only like live music opportunities happening at least in new york right now um i, I don't have any gigs lined up but i am very slowly um working on my own i want to i want to release an ep but it, I think I think because I've spent so much time as a side human, um, you know, doing what other artists asked me to do on guitar, um, I never really asked myself what I want to do. So it's taking me a long now that I'm working on my own music. It's taking me a long time to figure out what that music's gonna sound like and what I want to say. Yeah, it is, it is very hard. Like you've been playing for other um, artists and making sure that they are cool with the sound that yeah, exactly. they think they want. And now when you're trying to work on your um your own material, it's like I get you get like indecisive about exactly. why because like I don't if if I'm working for someone else, I get I get the answer from them. Like they say, oh yeah, that's cool, or no, can you do a little more like this? But if it's just me, I'm just like. 
Oh, is this cool? I have no idea. So yeah, it's kind of a struggle. Yeah, that is it is it is a struggle trying to find your own your own sound, your own tone, especially when you're trying to work on your own material. It is like you just have to make sure like what other people will think of it. Do you think it's going to be good or nah? Don't know what do you think is good and don't know what you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have yeah, like it's really? It's a whole other ballgame. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is really hard. It's very hard. Um, do you have like any advice to any women, young or old, that wants to start in this music industry? Sometimes I think, um, well, this is sort of paradoxical, I guess. Like my advice would be not to take advice so seriously, um, because no, nobody knows you like you do. Um, you know what you want. You know what you need. Um, and I feel like in my career, I got distracted and, and wasted a lot of time trying to do what, what other people were telling me to do or what I thought I was supposed to do. Um, and I really should have just been following my own convictions, my own, it's cheesy, but my own heart about these things. And if, if you know yourself well and you're able to do that, I think your convictions usually lead you in the right direction. So that's that's a great that's awesome. I mean, with the with the with the big asterisk of, do do take like always ask your your close friends for advice and help. Um, there's no need to be an island in that regard. Yeah, that's 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 awesome because this industry, when they had these standards, these godforsaken standards that want women to be like in order to see in this industry. It is very, not only taunting, but it was very, you know, they don't understand. Like, I know some of them say sets do sell, but that's not really like what most women want. They want to be more themselves. They don't want to be all yeah. prepped up, all, you know, exposing their self. It's yeah. like about, what about their music? What about their dignity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, exactly. and and that's was one of the issues um on these um in the industry that what they try to make women to become like you know pinup dolls that's exactly. what i think yeah, of it and I, and i think yeah i think and maybe i'm being naive but i think that audiences can tell when something's not authentic um mm-hmm. that 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 ends up showing through so we might as well just be your authentic self, even even if people are telling you that that's not what's going to sell. So, do you um, have um, tell our listeners and our viewers now about um, um, your social media, where to um, get connected with you? Um, sure. I'm terrible at social media. I find it really hard to keep up with. Um, but I, so I'm only on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is Maddie No Rice. Um, I, I guess I do have a YouTube account, but I haven't posted on it in years. I should really, I really need to get my shit together over there, um, especially as there's no physical gigs right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gents. I'd like to thank Miss Maddie Rice 
for joining in with us and hope to see her on every Saturday night on SNL with the live band and also follow her on social media and also follow our social media at Fret Sisters on Instagram and Facebook and our website, fretsisters.com. And until the next episode, I'm Shawnee Sean and bye. Hey, Riff Girl, what's our riff today? Let's give a little something what you're about to play. Hey! If you want to learn more about this progression, then you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love.